So I had somebody uh, tweet at me um, that they thought that the uh, crew two should play uh, at at um, Hunt Park, but they should play inside the dome. Inside the dome. Inside the dome. Okay. I think it would be really fun to just just everybody on a rope line inside yeah. the dome in July. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that would be great. I just want to say, Rochester Rhinos, you're going down. From the basement of Ruby's on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finest kind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny Packs in Savannah and had a fabulous napping pajamas at the veranda. Banana, doo doo, bananas. I'm loving them. Yeah. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runts and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. and go bananas. We're gonna go banana cakes and grab a stack of flapjacks. That hey, good evening, everyone. We are the pros from Dover. My name is Matt. That's Jim. How you doing, Matthew? I'm doing well. I'm good, doing good, well. good. For a Monday evening. Yeah. For a Monday evening, it's it's uh, strangely chill. Uh, the thunderstorm last night was weird. <laughs> that was very strange. Yeah, I awakened, 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 awakened. You awakened? Yeah, once for it, uh, yeah. and then I. We fell back to sleep. Yeah. yeah. I watched, um, so I hadn't been super caught up on the last few uh, seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. And I uh, did watch the uh, laser tag episode uh, that they spoofed Waiting for Godot. Oh, which was, okay. I've never seen the show. Oh, it's fantastic. I, I understand. Yeah, yes. it was a very, it was a fantastic episode. That's all I'll say about that. Okay. Well, that um, sounds good. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll check, maybe it's one of those shows I'll check out in the, 2022 pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pandemic that never ends. Um, yeah. So yeah, welcome. We're in the basement of Rubies. Uh, Want to talk about uh, MLS? Um, yeah. So we didn't. This is we not. Didn't get our, we didn't get our baseball stadium. Yeah, we didn't get our dream final. We got our other baseball stadium. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so, it is what it is. We got our renovated baseball stadium. Yeah. Um, I uh, went on uh, Twitter. <laughs> on the twitters. On, on yeah. The twitters. Yeah. I did yeah. a Twitter uh, on. Oops, oops. Uh, let's not move the table. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of Twitter, yeah, I was. Um, I was. Uh, when I woke up, was it yesterday morning? Um, there were like, I was, somehow I got tagged in on a conversation in Twitter after I went to bed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thanks friends of the pod. So um, thank you very much to uh, Chris Lamakia, uh for that. Um, but this is, uh, this is what I was talking about. So I uh, was here on Saturday night uh, for a little bit and we were, it was after the, the games were over. And yeah. I looked up because I knew for a very long time that um, the the Portland fan base has really been trying to retcon Providence Park as a soccer-specific stadium uh, for Uh, its entire life, which uh, that that stadium started as a 
base minor league baseball field in the late 1800s. Um, so they they really really want that to be the first soccer specific stadium because the Portland Timbers played there in um, the 70s. So what you're telling me is that at least nine people lived in Portland in the 19th century. Uh, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> that is, that is, ten, I think, the most shocking. Ten. They needed, they needed a designated hitter. Uh, but, okay. um, so this is the, uh, this is the paragraph uh, from Wikipedia, and then you can, you can just tell the, the last sentence was, uh, was my edition that stayed up for a grand total of maybe 45 seconds before it was pulled down. Right. Uh, two professional soccer teams, the Portland Timbers of MLS and the Portland Thorns of NWSL, use the facility as their home pitch. The stadium has been host to many, uh, several major United States soccer events, including national team matches. Soccer Bowl 77, the 1999 and 20, uh, 2003 FIFA Women's World Cups, the 2013 CONCACAF Gold Cup, the 2014 MLS All-Star Game, and the 2015 NWSL Championship Game. Providence Park has been the home of the Portland Timbers since 1975. From 19, uh, 1990 to 2001, the Portland Timbers were unaware of this and rudely forgot to field a team. That's lovely. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> um, genuinely fine with the fact that Portland made the MLS Cup. Um I good, mean, good for them. Yeah, you know, Steve Clark has an op, uh, opportunity to win two uh, MLS Cups for Portland. Yes, so I know. <laughs> good for him. Um, that's a that's a career moment right there. Yes. This time he'll be wearing a Portland jersey, so yes, yes. it'll be even more helpful. Um, but uh, on the other side of the country, New York City FC did advance. Yeah, against a eleven man down. Philadelphia. Yeah, game. that yeah. eleven guys on uh, health and safety protocol. Yeah, what the hell's going on there, man? I mean, my guess is there was an exposure threat that yeah. they were aware of, and and it is good that the Philadelphia Union admitted it, took the right steps. Yeah, right. we don't know if like any of the players affected actually have COVID. Um, I don't know specifically, uh, nor nor really is it my business, um, what that is. Uh, my guess is, is that they probably, you know, they were somewhere. They were exposed. Something, they were exposed. Some, they were yeah. exposed and the right thing to do in that situation, because you don't want to uh, have anybody else be exposed, no matter what you're doing. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Sports or anything else is to, you know, chill out not be in public and and do the right thing so yeah um it, it's a bummer for philadelphia it's a bummer for their fan base um and it's gonna it's it's gonna be a thing but i mean we had you know we had players out last year because of covid protocol mm-hmm. so did so many other teams um and it's just something that that right now you have to deal with um so when is the final saturday it's on a Sunday. Isn't no, it's no, it's, a, that's weird, yeah. right? It's Saturday at three o'clock. Okay, uh, we're going to be watching it. I mean, I'm going to be watching. Yeah, it we're going to watch it here. Yeah, Scott's going to open the bar early. Yeah, uh, so we will be here. I'm going to probably be there. Be here around two. Um, okay, planning on watching the game, uh, having a good time. You know, whatever. I, I I really don't care. I honestly, I would prefer Portland to win um, because I don't like most of the elements of New York City FC's fan base. Um, yeah, I, I mean. Uh, th- th- 
so I have like a couple of people that I know in New York that are NYCFC fans that are not part of all that bullshit and that are that are genuinely decent people. Yeah, but, I, I do remember that, the, and and uh, these are still people who follow me on Twitter. Yeah, we had uh, in. Uh, in case you weren't aware, Matt and I used to do a different podcast that will remain nameless. But uh, we had some people from the NYCFC from an NYCFC podcast, an NYCFC podcast. Yes, yes, on yeah. and um, and we're still relatively friendly with that group of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. I and, and it's one of those things. Like I don't, um, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, paint. I don't want to paint their their fans with that better, that broad of a brush. That that is that is the wrong thing to do. Um, I just wish that their ownership would have uh, maybe taken a little bit more of an aggressive stance. You mean Abu Dhabi? Yeah, towards <laughs> towards some of their most uh, their more uh, shitbaggy fans. Um, that'd been great. Yeah, but I, I think Abu Dhabi's got other fish to fry. Yeah. Okay. Mostly getting Nermal back. Yeah. To Muncie, Indiana. True. Yeah. That's 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 it. That's a big. That's actually. Um, I don't know if you knew this. That's about a quarter of their GDP. Oh, really? Is FedExing normal back to Muncie, Indiana. <laughs> okay. I just would. I didn't know. I if mean, you were whatever. Aware. Yeah, yeah. You know, a country's got to do what it's got to do. Yeah. All right. So anyway, yeah. So uh, Matt and I will be here. We will be live casting. Well, yeah, I want to figure out a way to do, I think we'll just do it via Twitter um, yeah, before the game or something along yeah. those lines. Um, we'll do like a little uh, little live cast before the game. Right. I, I can, you know, if you want to, we could do, we could even do something on Discord. That might be kind of fun. If you can set it up, because again, we have established that I don't even know what Discord is. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. do something on Discord. That'd okay. be fun. Yes. All right. All right. Do I have to, do I have to Wear a costume or anything? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. You're Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Marvelous Ladybug. <laughs> okay. That sounds great. Yes. Okay. So are we through with talking about MLS Cup? Other than No, I wanna I wanna talk about so just for a second here, like looking at um the games and then of course I have to go back to uh, Yeah, so it's it's Portland and New York City. Portland, New York City. So this is this is what I think is the interesting thing about this whole thing. Um, both of these teams are four seeds. Yeah. Both of these teams had to go through their conference champion in order to get to MLS Cup. And I wanna I wanna ask you this question because this has been something that's been kind of bugging me for a little while. Oh dear. Within the first um, 10 years, not 10 years, I'm sorry, um, seven years of the, uh, I'm sorry, eight years of the uh, MLS. Yeah. Uh, you had five teams that won the Supporter Shield win the MLS Cup. You had yes. one team that won the Supporter Shield be a, uh, lose the MLS Cup. So get to the final. Yeah. Since that, since 2003, when the Chicago Fire lost the MLS Cup to San Jose, you have had two teams win the double. And you have had two teams make the MLS Cup that won the support. I'm sorry, excuse me. You've had three teams win the double because apparently Wikipedia considers the Canadian Championship up to snuff with the U.S. Open Cup, which I don't consider a four-team tournament up 
to snuff with the U.S. Open Cup. Um, but okay, so you've had since 2004 the Columbus Crew in 2008, the LA Galaxy in 2011, and the uh, in Toronto FC in 2017 win both the Supporters Shield and the MLS Cup. So what you're saying is it's it's very much in the last. 15 years an anomaly that the best team in MLS is also the best team in MLS. Yes. You've had also two times where they have lost in the final. Yeah. Um, which would make more sense to me as just somebody who looks at, you know, just looking at the playoffs. You've had the Sounders uh, lose it in 2014. They won the uh, they won the Shield. They lost the Cup. You've had Dallas win the Shield, lose the Cup in 2016. Um, weirdly enough, to the Sounders. Um, other than that, yeah. So every the, other season, you've had somebody that was not the uh, Supporter Shield winner win the MLS Cup. Yeah. Uh, case in point last year, where, you know, as, as much as Columbus Crew fans want to trumpet the fact that we won MLS Cup last year, which we did, obviously. Yeah, and, it was great. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, we were not the best team in the league last year. No, we weren't. But it was a weird year. It was a and weird, somebody had to win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that there's a couple of things going on. Um, <coughs> excuse me. One of which is, um, I mean, some t- okay. I think in, in, in the way that I, the way that I frame this is, um, because the league that I follow most closely is, is the English Premier League. Yeah. And you will sometimes get the same team win the FA Cup that wins the league. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they're just so much better. I mean, yeah. case like Manchester City or whatever. Uh, but then last year, Manchester City won the league, but they lost to Chelsea in the Champions League. Yeah. Okay. So what what happens? I think in a, in some cases is you have there are coaches that are better at knockout tournaments than they are at league competitions. Yeah. That's one thing. Uh, like Rafa Benitez. Who won the what the 2005 Champions League with with Liverpool? But he never won the league with Liverpool, and they didn't even they finished in the they finished fifth in the league that season. The second thing is that um, the seasons with expansion and all that sort of stuff, the seasons are getting like a lot long. It seems like the, the it's it's more of a trudge mm-hmm. through the season than it was, and so. You know, this is a this is a thing that we should actually do a little bit of research on. But I would I would say that probably what's going on is that in some cases these teams that are winning the the supporter shield, they're sort of front loading their victories. Yeah, like they're that they kind of run out of gas by September. Yeah, but they built up such a a, a lead. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, this is what happened with New England this season. It's like they were so far ahead of everybody else. Yeah, um, and then they <clears throat> they just stumbled at the end. I I I want to. I agree with you there. I the biggest thing with New England um, is they had what three weeks off. Yeah, this games. is another thing you brought this up. Is, last this time. is the thing that this is the thing because I'm looking at like even last year, it was not um, that. It was not a first round buy for the uh, the winner of of, of the conference. Yeah. It was a play in game between six and seven. Yeah. The idea of this first round buy, um, I understand that that's like a you know, it's like a gift, a bonus. It's an NFL thing. 
Um, yeah. I don't like it. Like, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm laughing my ass off that New England didn't win another MLS Cup. But at the same time, it, it, when Columbus is in a position where we could potentially win a Supporters' Shield and then have three weeks between when we finish our season and when we start our playoff season... No, thank you. Well, but don't we play Saprisa then? Yeah, we probably do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ticos or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. know, play a game against Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> They're a non-conference team. <laughs> but, but I don't know. I mean, that's that's like, it's not an advantage. It, and obviously, this year it's not because both number one seeds like bombed out. Yeah. In the first round that they were eligible for, it's not an advantage; it's a disadvantage. And I, I, the the idea of the way that the playoffs used to run, um, when when there were those play-in games or when there were those right. um, those you finished further away, is that you had to play like a Wednesday game. Yeah, and then you finished your Wednesday game, and then you had to go up against the best team in the league on Saturday. And that's how it should be, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is compress the playoff schedule a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I And I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's the idea of continuing to do what what happened this year um, is bad. And, and I genuinely think it was a disservice to both Colorado and New England. Um, I think they both, they both played very well. They had good seasons. Yeah. I don't want Bruce Arena to win anything ever again. I don't want New England to win, but uh, I don't think it was, um, it, it was, it was weird and I, and I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I and, don't, I don't like the guy, but I also would like him to get... Yeah, I would like anybody in this league that, that plays a season like that to get a fair shake in the playoffs. Yeah. And I really don't feel like this season... Uh, I don't feel like this uh, this playoff system works. That's right. That's my point. Okay. So Yeah. Um, you want to come back and you want to talk about Crew 2? Because yeah. I really want to talk about Crew I know 2. You do. I am yeah, yeah. really excited about Crew 2. Yes. Uh, stick around. We're the pros from Dover. It'll be really fun if, like, we just had whatever kind of ev off money we needed uh, to do whatever bumps we wanted to do. I would, I would, a hundred percent do just the two of us uh, right now. Yes. So, in in your head, uh, listener, um, enjoy the the music by Shea for the Dark Lord uh, as our interstitial because. He's freaking awesome, uh, and he let us use his music. Uh, but uh, in your head, also think of uh, the song Just the Two of Us, because we're going to talk about MLS 2. Electric Boogaloo. It is. Don't do that. That's <laughs> That's been co-opted by a bunch of shitbags. We're not going to do that. Uh, oh, you never let me have any fun. MLS Next Pro is the name of the league. Next Pro? MLS Next Pro. Okay. Yes. Not MLX, MLS Lexapro. Uh, not MLS uh, Pro Skater. Yeah. Uh, not uh, MLS Next. Like, I think that was like an MTV thing yeah, at I one point. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something along okay, those lines. So, so basically what we're saying is that 
the crew are going to have a reserve team that's yes. going to play in competitive matches. They're going to have a, a reserve <laughs> team with competitive matches. So this is, um, I'll, I'll run down the league here real quick. So in the Western Conference, um, the following teams will exist. Colorado, Dallas, Houston, KC, Minnesota, Portland, Salt Lake, San Jose, Seattle, St. Louis, and Vancouver. I would like to point out... St. Louis? St. Louis. Yes, um, I'm going to roll this back and go to the Eastern Conference here real quick. Yes, because this is going to be funny. It's going to be funny. Chicago. Yeah. Cincinnati. Yep. Columbus. Mm-hmm. Miami. Yeah. New England. Yeah. New York City FC. Awesome. Orlando. There you Philadelphia. Go. And? Rochester. Woohoo! Toronto. <laughs> you know who I didn't say in there? Um, who didn't you say in there? Atlanta, Austin, Charlotte, D.C., L.A., L.A.F.C., Nashville, and Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's a bunch of teams that just aren't doing it this year. They're supposed to join in 2023 along with other independent teams, which I am very excited about the other independent teams. Yeah. Um, I think it would be fantastic if... uh, Cleveland, for example, uh, were to make the jump to this league. Uh, I think it would be super fun if Indianapolis would. Uh, Louisville. uh, Some of these teams that, uh, you know, we see in the Open Cup um, that that field quality teams for the leagues that they're in. um, It would be a bunch of fun, right? Oh, it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So 24 games, um, you know, 12 home, 12 away. Culminating um, in Rochester playing St. Louis in the final. Exactly, exactly. But <laughs> but I do awesome want to <laughs> I do want to laugh about the fact that um, St. Louis is going to have one. Yeah, <laughs> and Austin, for all their ambition, right, couldn't figure out how to get the money. Yes. Yeah. Well. Wouldn't they need a second stadium or something? Yeah, no. I mean, they they wouldn't because most of these cities don't have a second stadium. I know. It's it's. <sighs> the nice part is we do. We do. Yeah, yeah. We we've do. Got, we've we got, got we got stadiums and droves, bro. Yeah, we um, got we got stadiums. We got more stadiums than stadiums need. We so, got so this many is stadiums. The, we got stadia. This is my favorite <laughs> part about this: is they're going to play at Hunt Park. Um, it is. A minor league team coming back to the fairgrounds. 12 home games. Um, I'm guessing they're not going to be more than 10 bucks. Yeah. Uh, unless you want, like, you know, premium seating or something along those lines. I'm guessing it's going to be like 10 bucks to get in. We should get a box. Yeah. Oh my God. We should totally get a box. Yeah. That would be fantastic. <laughs> yes. I wanted to get a hold of Donna from um, uh, Stadium Security and ask her to just. Kick me out at the 80th minute of every game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, but no, I I think um I think it's gonna be fun. Oh gosh, right? yes, oh yeah, God, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's um, you know. So here's okay. So I don't understand how this is gonna work in the greater context of MLS. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna have essentially two squads. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna have like a regular squad. We're gonna have like the Lucas Zellerian yeah. squad, and then we're gonna have like the Joe Schmo squad. We're gonna have um, drafted players 
we're going to have uh, players that, um, you know, are, are I, I don't know if they're going to be walk-ons or anything like that, right, but right. we're going to have we're going to have players that we picked up and we put into our academy. Yeah. Okay. So, or our, our not academy is the wrong word there, but but our our pipeline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, how much transitional transparency? Is there going to be between these two squads? Like, okay, let's let's say that you're, I don't know, Milton Valenzuela, and yeah. you get injured, because <laughs> yeah. that never happens. Yeah, no, of course not. Yeah, and you're coming off of injury. Yeah, and the coach wants you to get some playing time before he wants to put you back in the. Yeah, in so the, like the Clippers are to the Guardians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think this is the, okay. My so, understanding is this is going to be very similar to that. Okay, so but my question is, and it was not addressed in the press release, is um, the two-way, quote-unquote, two-way contract aspect of it. So, right. um, the thing is, is like, uh, you're, you're. I'm going to test myself on NHL contract uh, ideas here. Is that um, you can sign for um, you can sign for Cleveland in the NHL, yeah, and be on a two-way contract with Columbus. Um, there's a certain amount of times though that a Columbus can drop a player to AAA and then not pick them back up uh, if they are in the NHL. If they signed a shell contract, and so I don't know wait, what wait. the are you talking about hockey or baseball? I'm talking about hockey. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going to hockey here okay. because baseball is kind of they can do whatever they want, yeah, which okay. is yeah. one of the reasons why there's probably going to be a player strike this year. Um, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, Clippers uh, tweeted out that it doesn't affect them, and uh, we're still going to get baseball April April 12th. So I'm good with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. whatever. Uh, but. Um, Hockey-wise, you know, it, it, there there are a certain amount of times that a, a player can be called up and brought down if they are signed as an NHL so caliber player. So it's kind player. of like a transfer window. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And then the other question is: is does Crew Two enter the U.S. Open Cup? And if so, are the rosters frozen? Yeah, because. <laughs> If you have a uh, player that is on loan from Toronto, for example, that player is not allowed to play against Toronto. Yes. If you have a player that if 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 Crew and Crew Two meet up somehow <laughs> in the U.S. Open Cup, well, I'm just no, I'm just imagining a scenario in which like like the Crew bomb out of of um, the U.S. Open Cup, and but, then they just put the, the first team roster. So like. Crew and, too. And so Strangely, like Darlington Nagby and Lucasella Ryan are playing for Crew Two. Yeah, yeah. And then they win, and then they Crew Two has the berth in the Champions League. I know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes, I, I absolutely love that. Yes, um, but yeah, I don't know how any yeah. of those. You know, and yeah. I'm sure there well, are going to be rules that are made to address. Okay, that. for instance. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if listeners are aware of this. Like most of you probably are, all twelve of you. Um, that, for instance, um, there are several several of the big Spanish teams, yeah. notably Real Madrid and Barcelona. Their reserve teams play in the the regular league structure of Spain. Yeah, but they are prohibited, even. 
even if Barcelona B wins the the the, the La Liga two or whatever yeah. they call it, they cannot get promoted. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was like um, uh, Ipswich. I want to say it was in one of the League Cups. They played the Arsenal under twenty threes or, or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. That, yeah, it was starting to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of that, some of that stuff happens as well. And obviously, the Arsenal tw- under twenty threes are not going to get promoted to the Premier League. Except if you've seen Arsenal play recently, the Arsenal twenty threes are Arsenal. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> yeah, uh, but but like, but that's the. I'm I'm. I'm excited about this for a couple of reasons. Well, more matches. More matches. Yeah, you get 12 more home matches yeah, in a yeah, year. Yeah. That's value for money right there. Yeah. Because I'm also not going to you know, have to pay as much as I have to pay for the regular home matches. <laughs> yes. I also don't have to go yeah, downtown. How, yeah, I was going to say, how's, how's living with one kidney treating you this? Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. I shipped off the bad one. Um <laughs> But so you got that, and then the other thing is, is that you've got, um, you know, you've got. I want to go away to Rochester. Oh gosh, yes! It'd be so much fun, right? Oh yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. Dude, away to Rochester, away to uh, St. Louis before St. Louis has a team. Yes. Because uh, St. Louis is joining in twenty-three, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's Charlotte next year. Is St. Louis? Next year as well? Hang on. I think so. Vamp for a second. Okay, I'll vamp for a second. One of the things I'm going to talk about is that um, St. Louis and Kearney, New Jersey. Yeah, 23. Yeah. Okay. Well, you didn't even give me a chance to vamp, We'll keep vamping. Okay. So, um, what what listeners might not be aware of um, is that when, when soccer first took hold in America, the two epicenters were um, St. Louis. Yep. Um, because strangely, there was a large Italian immigrant population. Like, okay, do you remember uh, the the catcher and then later the baseball announcer Joe Garagiola? Yes, yes, he's from St. Louis, mm-hmm. and so like he played baseball, and a lot of people from St. Louis, like a lot of Italian Americans from St. Louis, played baseball, much like him. But yeah. a lot of others played soccer. Yeah, and so that. That U.S. team that finished third in the 1950 World Cup was basically made up of, well, there was that one Haitian, Joe Gattens, who scored the goal against England. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was mostly made up of immigrants or the or the sons of immigrants from either New Jersey or St. Louis. Yeah. So I get that St. Louis is not exactly a city on the rise. We will We will just say that. But for there to be... Over a quarter of a century of professional American top league soccer without St. Louis having a team is a little, it, it, it kind of craps on the legacy of the sport in this country. Oh, I that's, agree. And, and that's, you wanted me to vamp. There Here's has my been, vamp. there has been, um, well, no, I'll, I'll, I'll follow up with this. There has been um, years and years and years and years of uh, Don Garber just fucking cock teasing. St. Louis into like, oh, maybe we'll put a team there. Maybe we won't. I mean, I remember um, I remember being here for the uh, being at this bar for the uh, game, for the U.S. uh, US national team game uh, in 2009 
and people from Portland saying that they thought they were going to get in with St. Louis. Yeah. It's been over 10 years. Um, St. Louis is a city that, uh, you know, whatever. It's it's still a big city in this country. The, the, the Blues do well. The Cardinals do well. Uh, the NFL is fucking stupid, so I'm not even going to talk about the fact that they moved the, the Rams to L.A. Like, blah, blah, blah. Well, the Cardinals to Arizona. They moved the Cardinals to Arizona. <laughs> then they moved the Rams to L.A. Yes. This is also a thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, the, it's, 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 there's this weird, like, uh, how long are you going to keep your, your deposit uh, down on the uh, Raiders, the Chargers, the Rams, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Like, it's... <sighs> I'm glad I'm not a fucking NFL fan. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's annoying. Just, yeah. Okay. Um, so, anyway, but MLS what I would say, What I would say, though, with, with St. Louis... It would be awesome to go... Because St. Louis is a great city. Oh, I love St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. Every time I've been there. I, I almost got a job in St. Louis back in uh, 2003, and I had gone there for the interview. I had been kind of taken around. Um, the people there were were just as much trying to sell me on the city as I was trying to sell them as I was the right person at the job. Yeah, right. And it was, um, you know, I ended up, I had a final round. I lost to one other person, um, whatever. But St. Louis was a blast. Um, yeah. And I am very happy that they're going to be there because it's another reasonably drivable or short flight away, uh, away game. Yeah. Because you got to think about this. How many of these didn't exist? So we used to have the six-hour car time uh, away games yeah. were at, you know, 2008, 2007 – Chicago and DC. Yeah, That's those it. are the closest. Yeah. yeah. Now we have Cincinnati, we have Nashville, we have St. Louis, which I think might be like six and a half, something like that. But it's yeah. still like kind of right in that wheelhouse of you could do it, stay in a hotel, and come back the next day. Right. That's yeah. Yeah. It's good for us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, Toronto as well. Yeah, it's yeah. another one. Toronto's uh, Toronto's six hours away. Mm. So, what we need to do is just get all these teams out of California and just put them in like Detroit and Cleveland, and uh, you know, then we got a league. Yeah, I that's know. all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of funny because I, I, I think it was it was so it was I think it was yesterday morning. Jordan was asking me, um, so how many teams are there in London? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! And so I—I I don't up, even know the answer to that. There's there's something like seventeen professional. Like, yeah. Okay. Like if, professional. If we're, if we're talking like, you know, Premier League, Championship League, One League, Two. There's like seventeen. Yeah, but teams. that's not even like like that's the, the the fifth through the eighteenth tier is still quote unquote professional. Ish. Yeah. yeah. But but still. So I show her this map, and she's like, "Holy crap." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 And, so. and well, anyway, I could digress for a while, but we, we're talking about uh, MLS League Two sort of thing. So Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just very excited about um, the idea of, I'm hoping that, um, so, you know, there's going to be nine teams uh, well, I'm, besides I'm just looking forward for us to have more stuff to argue about. Yeah, but but uh, I, I I like the idea of I hope it's kind of the same same way where it's home and away, 
um, with the east, and then there's, you know, you have half the west you go see, and half the yeah. west you don't, till, or half the west either comes here or you go see. Um, I think that's probably the way they're going to go with it. Yeah. Um, I would love, 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 because St. Louis is going to be in the west. I would love uh, for us to have an away game in 2022 in the west. Yeah. And, or, or, okay, you know, and it, it's not beyond the realm of, of possibility that, say, Sacramento gets a team. Well, I, I think there's going to be a lot more that get a team because this is the quote-unquote MLS league. I think because they're going to get looks, the the players are. Yeah. I think that Rochester has kind of cracked the egg there, and I think that you will see more, which is why when I said Cleveland, um, I wasn't being like 100% facetious. Oh, I think course. I think it would be great. I think it would be, be so much fun if Cleveland and Pittsburgh joined this league as yeah. independent teams because us having home and away games against Cleveland and Pittsburgh would be just a crap ton of fun. Oh, it would be awesome. It would be amazing. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I do, I crave the regionality that, that uh, Europe has. Um, yeah. It, it, is, it is annoying, uh, but it's also just like, you know, America is, you know, the United States is way too big. <laughs> Uh, and then we have to let these Canadians in. These Canadians. Kristen, I love you. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. No, Toronto podcast people. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a little break. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and uh, you've got a book you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we're going to introduce a new, little new segment because it's kind of the off-season for crew fans. So I'm gonna, we're going to do a new segment called What Jim's Reading. I love it. We'll be back. Pros from Dover. We have the pros from Dover. We are back. It is segment number three. That's going to be the last one we do this evening. Uh, I do want to remind everybody, uh, Ruby's will be open at uh, 2.30 on uh, Saturday for the MLS Cup. We're going to be here. Uh, we'll be doing a thing on Discord. I'm going to post something on our Twitter account and a few other accounts about it ahead of time. Uh, we'll be talking about MLS Cup, and uh, I think it'll be really funny. We just live reacted to the entire game. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah. do that as well. Yeah. So we're going to sit in the back of Ruby's, uh, watch it on the uh, big screen, and just live react to MLS Cup the entire time. Um, yeah, it'll be good times. Should be so, fun. So yeah. come out. Yeah. Hang, out, out, with, hang, hang out, out with us. Your- Hang out with your heroes. Yeah, or or, or your, your your drunk uncles. One of the two. Um, Jim, you want to talk about a book? Yeah, yeah. So so um, Matt and I talked about um, introducing a little new segment called "What Jim's Reading" or something yeah. to that order. Yeah. And so um, you so, can come up with a better name, but I understand that you haven't yet. Go ahead. It's fine. So <laughs> so I read a lot. I read a lot of soccer books. It's it's how I go to bed most nights. Um, don't cry for me, Argentina. Anyway, um, and so the most recent soccer book that I've read, I've actually read it several times. It's one of my favorites. It's a book called Prey, Notes on a Season by Nick Hornby. And I think um, I think most listeners would know Nick Hornby from his book Fever Pitch, which came out in like 92 or 93, where it's sort of his autobiography. High Fidelity yeah, or How yeah, to Be Good. About a boy. Yeah, about a boy. Yeah, there's a lot of I've heard a lot of Nick Hornby. I'm uh, 
a dude who's 40. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, 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 I met Nick Hornby. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he, he had like a semester at OSU where he was like a visiting lecturer, like whatever. Oh, that's whatever. neat. That's, yeah. that's genuinely neat. Yeah, yeah. And, so, yeah. and so he gave a public reading of one of his books. And so this is back when I was married. And so my wife and I, um, um, he autographed a couple of our books. And I started, when he autographed them, I started talking to him about football. And he looked at my wife like she was the most put upon person in the world. Like, oh my God, you're married to someone like me. How horrible. Anyway. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah. And so, so yes. So um, his autograph to me was, Jim, best wishes, Nick Hornby. And then to her, all my love, Nick Hornby. <laughs> Anyway, so Prey Notes on a Season is, as far as I know, an Amazon Kindle-only book. Oh. Yeah, which is a little awkward, but whatever. And it's about the 2011-2012 Premier League season. Um and it's a it's a it's a swift read. It's a it's a pretty brief read. I mean, Hornby's a a, he's kind of like Vonnegut in that you you um you can get through one of his books in yeah. an evening if if you don't have anything else going on. Yeah, if on. you're committed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but one of the reasons why I love this book and why I would recommend it to you is because the 2011-2012 Premier League season was the weirdest season of any sports team league I can imagine. This was the season where um, John Terry racially abused... Um, oh yeah, Anton Ferdinand. Yeah, okay. Um, same season where Luis Suarez racially abused Patrice Evra. Um, it's Jesus. the yeah. It's the season where Mario Balotelli, when he was playing for Manchester City, um, did a whole bunch of coke and then lit off fireworks in his bathroom, causing the Manchester Fire Department to have to come to his house at like three a.m. in the morning. The night before he was playing Manchester United in a derby match. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets up the next day. Man City wins a penalty. He scores the penalty, takes off his shirt to uh, see a T-shirt that says, Why Always Me? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, okay. And then... Um, Later on that season, um, a Bolton Wanderers player named uh, Fabrice Mwamba uh, has a heart failure on the uh, on the pitch, uh, yeah. playing against Toronto or t- Toronto Tottenham, and uh, is legally dead for forty five minutes. And there's apparently like a heart doctor in the stands who convinces the the ushers, the the security, or whatever. Look, dude, I'm a heart doctor. I see what's going on with this guy. Let me get down there and try to help him. And um, yeah, it was it was like shocking. Yeah. And um, and then the 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 season culminated with um, Man City and Man United are tied on points. Yeah, I remember. I remember this. Yeah. yeah and um, the the final day, you know, it's it's all the matches are played concurrently, and Man United has won the league until. Um, Sergio Aguero scores with the last kick of the season yeah. to win the league for I, Man City. I was in uh, New Albany 
because I was working in New Albany at the time, and I went to Roosters specifically because I was working at the time and I wanted to watch the games. Yes, yeah. uh, I, I was a three-legged mare. Yeah, I ducked out of um, uh, any sort of responsibility for uh, a decent amount of that day. Yes, and so so I like to tell people that for me the Premier League it's like reality TV for me because yeah. I don't care that much about any of the teams. Yeah, I'm just in it for the narrative. I'm in it for the drama. It's okay because, like, for instance, t- today. Um, a perfect example, um, Arsenal have been on a, this winning run, and apparently they're like, you know, Arsenal again, they're good, whatever, yeah. whatever. And Everton are like just dive-bombing down yep. the table. So what happens? Yeah, Everton, Everton wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Everton wins, and um, there was... Uh... <laughs> Enough offside calls there. <laughs> Everton could have won, and they were they were the the first one was legit. The second one was it was legit, but it was also pretty ticky tack. Like like yeah. Everton could have won by by uh, two in yeah. this game instead of one. And so but, I guess my point is, yeah. if you're like me and you just enjoy the sport, yeah, or you enjoy the narrative around the sport, yeah, then this book is for you because. Hornby is, uh, I mean, other than being like a, 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 a huge Arsenal fan, he's just a fan of the sport. Yeah. And that comes through in this book so well. Yeah. And possibly the most, again, possibly the most dramatic season of any league ever. He recounts it all and has a lot to say no, Matt, you, you have a comment. Well, I was just going to say, except for 2008 in Major League Soccer, if you are a Columbus Crew well, fan. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. going to be a different podcast yes, this yes. year. Um, because I do want to do, there will be one entire episode that we do during the off season that's going to be a retrospective on the 2008 yes. season. Because we were talking about this in the off season, just how many... Weird, weird, weird things happened in that season. Oh gosh, yes, like, yes, seriously. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't just because of the five dollar all you can drink beers here. Like yeah. it was a real thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, and and one of the things, one of the other really great things about this book is that um, because of the racial abuse by John Terry and by Luis Suarez, um, Hornby takes a real he he examines the issue of racism and racism in sport in England. Um, Good. And that that section of the book yeah. is worth, as they say, the price of admission. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, it's something that obviously should continuously be, be evaluated. And, right. And, and it's, you know. it's weird that, well, it's, I don't want to say it's weird. It's, it's it's discouraging yet encouraging that it's still a topic of conversation a decade later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you completely. Yeah. There. Okay. So. so anyway, so that's that's the the first segment of what Jim's reading or whatever. It's Prey Notes on a Season by Nick Hornby. Um, as far as I know, it's only available as an Amazon Kindle special, but it's mm-hmm. probably like a buck ninety nine or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like my books in analog. I know you do. All right. All We're right. going to get out of here. Uh, thank you, Jim. Absolutely. Thank Make you, Matt. Kicking ass. Uh, yeah. We're going to come back um, Saturday. 
and we are going to live react to the Major League Soccer Cup uh, on Discord. I literally just tweeted out the link okay. uh, to the Discord server. Anyone is welcome. Uh, if you're a dick or you're a racist, I'm going to ban you. But other than that, you're more than welcome to uh, give us shit. Uh, it'll be fun. It'll be weird. It'll be dumb. And it'll be Saturday. And it will be the first MLS Cup match that I have ever watched that I did not watch live. Weird. Yeah, I know. Really? Yeah, really. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Were you at the 2020 one? No, I watched that one on TV. Okay. Yes. Because I watched the one. I watched 2020 on <laughs> yes. TV. I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, like, I forgot I, that I'd watched that one. Yeah. Well, it, it's also like it was one of those where like I couldn't go because I didn't want to like die. Well, no, I didn't care about myself, but I cared a lot about the people that my wife like is is in charge of keeping alive at her hospital. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, the idea of going somewhere that public with no vaccines. Um, to watch a soccer game and then maybe kill somebody's grandpa sounded yeah. like a bad idea to me. So, yes, I agree. You're yeah. a good man, Charlie Brown. Eh, I do what I can. Yeah. All right, we'll be back uh, Saturday. Saturday. We're the pros from Dover. Thanks for listening. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana, banana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oh, tuck on banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, 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 nana.